Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey guys, Matt Donald here at the top of the episode, just to let you know once again that I now have a Patreon. Yay! Celebration! At Patreon.com slash MatthewDonald. There you can find... Bonus episodes and content for both this show, Paleo Bites, and my other show, The Ritwit, where two twits talk about writing, slash writing is what it actually is about. For the Paleo Bites stuff, one of the things we do is we talk about different pop culture featuring prehistoric animals. And this month, we're talking about The Lost World, Jurassic Park, the second installment of the Jurassic Park film series. That's uh, good stuff. A lot of lot of cool dinosaur action, a lot of fun for the whole family, compies munching on people. We talk about all of it. So, link is in the description for those who want to check it out. Thank you all for your support, and have a wonderful day. Keep on chomping, Paleobite people. <laughs> Roar. Growl. Snarl. Bellow. Welcome to Paleobites, the podcast where both the hosts and their subjects are stuck in the past with their heads in the dirt. My name is Matthew Donald, and each week I and a rotating series of guest co-hosts talk about and rate a genus of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week I'm joined by the dinosaur overlord himself, the dinosaur <laughs> god, the dinosaur god of gods, the dinosaur... Shanta Shankra, uh, some Indian thing where it's like the god of all gods. Lawrence Mack, hello. Ah, there was much rejoicing. Hello, how are you? I'm, I'm good, although uh, I, I wish that being, you know, the dinosaur god, I wouldn't have as much dirt, you know, stuck in my hair after, mm. after attempting to take it out of the ground. That is the price you must pay. <laughs> yeah, indeed, no kidding. <laughs> hmm. That's not that high a price. You're shave it all off. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> With your special god laser beam thing. Right, yeah, exactly. You can just fire out of your fingers. I, I just will it and it just falls right off. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> it must be nice. I wish I could do that. Right? I wish I was you, god of gods. I know that might be uh, blasphemous to I, say, but... I, I, I get those prayers all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I just send them the junk email. Okay, so actually, here's a question. Um, If you were actually... I mean, that's to sound blasphemous, but if you actually were a god among god of dinosaur gods... Uh, and, uh, not that you aren't already, but in case right. you were... Oh, of course. So. Uh, Hypothetically. <laughs> uh, what would your first act be as a dinosaur god among the people of today? Besides bringing the dinosaurs back? I mean, that's yeah, that's a given, <laughs> but what else would you do? Uh, I don't know. You know, I might... 
you know, just like, you know, kind of bringing them back, I feel like I'd make a way. I'm not sure exactly how. It might be one of those things that, I don't know. Um, like, yeah. bring them back in such a way that we can effectively, you know, coexist together. That'd be nice. Make yeah, a like, pure dinotopia. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That'd be nice. Um, and they could have evolved, too. Like, they don't have to necessarily be stuck in their current, you know. Oh, okay. I mean, would they be like more million years have passed. So obviously there would have been a lot more. So you would have made it that not only did they are they back, but they never really died. Yeah, exactly. Just take away the extinction level of that. Well, then we're not here. But the but you know we're still here because you're God bringing the dies. parallel universe sort yeah, of thing. Where, okay. Right, something like that. Okay, hey Almond, you're resting your head on my keyboard. <laughs> I hope you don't accidentally press any buttons. Oh, oh yep, there you are. Buttons. She's pressing <laughs> buttons. Uh, the, Maybe non-dinosaur related I'd uh, make it so that dogs could talk Or something <laughs> <laughs> I mean sure if that's in your jurisdiction As a dinosaur god among right. gods Sure why not I mean technically <laughs> I mean, Is it a dinosaur god or like a prehistoric creatures god Like the podcast Well, well it's, I guess it's true This is paleobites not just dinosaurs Right. So if uh, it's prehistoric creatures then Theoretically, but almonds not a prehistoric creature. Well, or dogs are from some sort of prehistoric. Well, by that logic, everything's a prehistoric I, exactly. creature. <laughs> That's where I was going. God of all things. Yeah. All right. Now we're getting the true blasphemous territory. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. This is for our religious listeners, uh, unless you're part of the Christians Against Dinosaurs group. Uh, you won't be listening anyway to our religious listeners. Yeah, fundamentalists. I heard a funny thing the other day. Uh, funda- <laughs> fundamentalists. They. Yeah. <laughs> I heard a funny thing. Ha ha ha! I love when you do that. I always forget that you do that until I say that. Yeah. <laughs> fundamentalists put the mental in fundamentalists. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right. So, uh, but today we're talking about something that. Uh, it's not fundamental. It's it's quite mental. It's quite funda. <laughs> it's just fun. Fun, yeah. It puts the fun in fundamentalism. Yeah, yeah ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about Edmontosaurus, uh, classic duck-billed dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Uh, not really Quack. notable in Quack. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Not really notable in any main thing other than it being pretty big, but not not the biggest. Hey, it. Uh... It came from Edmonton, right? Yeah, I guess. Okay, that's true. See, it does mean Edmonton cool. lizard. That's what it means. But back to the Canadian stuff again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it is a uh, type. It is a sorolophine sor- hadrosaurid, which are the kind that lack the large hollow crests. Even though it has sorolof in it, it's actually not in the family that includes Parasaurolophus, because that one does have a large hollow crest. It's kind of confusing. Yeah. Yeah, like... So, are they... Related? Like, I mean, I yeah, there's the crest, crested hadrosaurs and the crestless hadrosaurs. This is a crestless hadrosaurus. So then we're still not entirely sure why they had crests, right? The crested ones. Well, they 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 were either like, for like theories. for like display or like uh, amplifying sounds. I'd right. like to think they're more for display because like they're all different, which means that like for spe- different species, although some of them had similar ones. But like, so you're saying they're racist. Yeah. So they could tell each other apart? Yeah, yeah. So they, <laughs> I know, it's just always nice to know that you're not, you know, 
you know, mating with one that's a different species and creating some weird freakish hybrid, right? Right. Some mixed color people. Right. Ugh. (laughs) Mixed crest, I'm sorry. Mixed mixed crested people. (laughs) Some weird designs out of that. Yeah, (laughs) I don't like... These crests should stay with these crests and these crests should stay with these crests. That's Mm. how my grandpappy did it and that's how we'll always do it. (laughs) Right? We're not allowed to drink out of the same watering hole. (laughs) (laughs) I love the people that are like... The people that are... That like are up, so like, oh, you guys are such snowflakes. And a lot of people are saying that are often the ones that would have fully supported black people not drinking from what, the same right. water fountains. Oh, yeah, like, exactly. you say we're the snowflakes? Yeah. People that call other people snowflakes are the ones that are really, really have their feelings hurt. Yeah. Yeah. They're the ones that get all, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Good. Excuse me, kind of their panties in a bunch, I guess. <laughs> yes, we're talking about some deep stuff for this Paleo Bites episode. Right? Uh, we'll make it uh, Paleo slash Politico Bites. <laughs> Paleolitical Bites. Paleolitical. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite type of politics. Anyway, so in Montasaurus, size 39 to 49 feet slash 12 to 15 meters long, so pretty decent size. Yeah. 5 to 8 tons, pretty big. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Herbivore. Uh, I mean, of course. Imagine uh, this thing is a carnivore. Really, I thought uh, thought for sure I saw some artist depiction of it eating uh, T Rex. <laughs> hey, you know, actually, we we jest, but there have been some theories that the duckbills might have been omnivorous. Oh, really? Like they every now and then they supplemented their diet with some carrion. Oh, interesting. That'd be yeah. weird. I could buy that more with the horned dinosaurs, like Triceratops, because they're kind of like pigs. Yeah. Right? So, so there was a. Uh... I don't know if this if you ever come across this when you're doing your research for uh Yeah. Um Yeah. What's the the I forgot the term. What is the term? <laughs> for paleo- paleontological research for No, like the movies and stuff. Sorts of the Movie research, like if it's in movies or games. Oh, or pop stuff. culture! Pop so. culture! Yeah, I couldn't remember pop culture. I don't know if you found this in your pop culture or not, but there's a old an older dinosaur game called Carnivores. Nope, I've never heard of it. No, so. uh, they had there was a Carnivores. There was like Carnivores Two, Carnivores Ice Age. Aww. I think they made three and four at some point. Okay, uh, Carnivores Two is my favorite, um, and in Carnivores Two, basically there's I think it was like five or six different islands. And you just go and you hunt dinosaurs. Oh, nice! And you try, um, you try to like the biggest dinosaur. You, know, you fire the shot. It records all that information. There's like a little mm-hmm. trophy room that you can go to to see the ones that you want to keep. Right, right. Um, and then you get get a level up and level up your weapons and all that and hunt all these different ones. Um, That's cool. And there that was a, a Chasmosaurus. Oh, Chasmosaurus! Yeah. Yeah, that's the uh, horned one, yeah. Yeah, it was one of the horned, horned ones. ones. It, uh, in that game, I don't know if it was some sort of a glitch, but when it would kill you, because there are some that just straight run away, they never kill you, never touch you. Right. And obviously you get the your carnivores, which will come and they'll kill you every time. Right, right. Um, but there are a few, like, Stegosaurus and, and Chasmosaurus and such that will... Eventually, defense. Yeah, defense. And yeah. the Chasmosaurus would always call them Chazzies. I don't know why. <laughs> um, I like that. They, when they would kill you, there's always this like scene afterwards where like rotates and you sees your dead body being mauled by whatever. Right. It always looked like the Chazzies would be eating you. Maybe they were. Maybe right? they knew their stuff. Maybe I they know. were like, oh. yeah, they were on top of it. Wow. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> 
That's just what that reminded me of. That, that's cool. I need to play yeah. those. I've heard, I've heard of those games. I, I should play them. Yeah, I'm sure the graphics are terrible now, but maybe they're... Maybe. Oh, yeah, the graphics were terrible back then. <laughs> oh, well, maybe, I, I, maybe they'll have some weird nostalgic charm to them. Wow. Right? And they, they made newer ones. I don't think I've played the newer ones. Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely look them up. They're pretty fun. Okay. So, in Monosaurus, it lives in the late Cretaceous, 73 to 66 million years ago, which means it was one of the ones that got it beat, ate the iridium dust by having the meteor hit, and it, it saw the end, basically. Yeah, yep, yep. Um, it's, not, it's up there. It lasted to the very end. Yep, to the very end. <laughs> uh, uh, lived in Western North America. It was described in 1917. That was my favorite part of that movie, is when they went all the way over to Canada uh-huh. and dug up Edmontosaurus bones. My favorite part <laughs> of the movie, 1917. <laughs> that's actually in there? Yeah! Have you uh, seen 1917? Yeah. I haven't seen They take a detour. They're in this war in France, uh-huh. but while they're trying to get this message to these soldiers to stop, to make sure they don't attack in this German trap, they take a long detour by taking a ship all the way to Canada and then <laughs> digging for Edmontosaurus. No, that's not in the movie. Of course it's not in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it. I don't know. <laughs> I have seen it, and I assure you, it's not in the movie. Okay. <laughs> but it does. It was described in this year that that movie took place. In, unless the movie title is a flat-out lie, it actually took place in 1918. Oh, <laughs> rude! How dare they? <laughs> How dare they? Right, pop culture appearances, as well as carnivores or whatever it was called, or carnosaurs. What did you say it was called? Well, carnivores. Carnivores. Okay. I don't think. I don't think this was. It was the Chesney. Chesmosaurus. Oh, okay. It wasn't in that. Okay. Well, I'll have to permit that when I never do Chesmosaurus. Uh, yeah. It was in Walking with Dinosaurs and When Dinosaurs Roamed America, which both of them were actually, they were, they called them an, Anatotitan, which we've learned recently was actually a synonym of Imondosaurus, and Anatotitan wasn't its own genus. It was this. Oh. So. Interesting. Is uh, that, you say it was like a synonym, a synonym of it, is that kind of similar to what they did with like Apatosaurus and Brontosaurus? Yeah, exactly, where the, oh, okay. where the later latter one is now invalid because of that. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Except for, ne- except for when people are like, actually, Brontosaurus is these other species. It's, it's, it's totally real. I grew up with Brontosaurus, and I don't want it to go away. This is America. We don't name our dinosaurs after a Canadian city. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We're not going to call it Montosaurus. We're going to call it Pittsburghosaurus. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I'm not sure the people of Pittsburgh. If I have any, if we have any Pittsburgh fans out there, I apologize. Sorry, I uh, like Steelers. No. Steelers. Yeah, Steelers. Oh wow! Yeah, I got it. Whoa! I'm so proud of myself. Sports lingo. Uh, That's it. We're closing down paleo bites and opening up sportio bites. Yeah. Kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know when I have the Bronco episodes, though. Okay, Broncos I will episodes. be. I'll be in for that. Okay. All right. So, um, as, as well as those, it was in Jurassic Park Operation Genesis. Jurassic World Evolution, and in my Megazord books, Malasaurus is the main character's best friend. Yay! Yay. <laughs> so, uh, when Tyrannosaurus, Albertosaurus, or Albertosaurus, as we talked about last time, Despletosaurus, Gorgosaurus, or any other big predator in the Tyrannosaurus family wanted a big, delicious lunch, there was always one poor dinosaur they turned to the most. One giant, meaty duckbill they always craved, and one they preyed on for millions of years. And that one dinosaur, that one poor duckbill dinosaur, was in Montosaurus. Seriously, every time this big log is featured in a documentary, it's purely as cannon fodder for the local <laughs> predators. I'm sure they're sick of it. I don't, I don't think it's the biggest mall anymore, but yeah. the Edmonton Mall at one point was the biggest mall in the world. Oh. And 
So I was just going to say, they just go to the Edmonton Mall to the food court. Oh, yeah. Montosaurus bites. I was going to say, the Amontosaurus, I wonder if we ever depict them with red scales, since they're always cannon fodder. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Or or they just have that, like, maple leaf on the side. Oh, yeah. Cryo dragon. It's just kind of like a big target. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But it's um, pure white. See, I'm sure they're sick of this depiction, which is why one of the reasons why in my Megazoic books the Monosaurus character is, a, is depicted as a major badass. Of course, he also has access to high caliber weaponry, so that helps his cause. Well, uh, <laughs> but when the first fossils of Monosaurus were uncovered in Alberta, Canada, they were they were they were while they were for, they were uncovered in Alberta, Canada. Later finds have shown that it was distributed all over Western North America. Its specific distribution implies it preferred coasts and coastal plains, such as around the Great Inland Sea that split the North America up in the Lake Cretaceous. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. That's pretty neat. Uh, while, yeah. while by this point in the late Cretaceous, late late Cretaceous, uh, the Inland Sea didn't go straight through the continent like it did earlier in the Cretaceous, mm-hmm. it still served as a major barrier, and Montosaurus was confined to the western portion. Oh, interesting. So... Another thing that Montosaurus is known for is the absolute cluster F that is its taxo- taxonomic history. <laughs> like its oh. fossils over the years have gone under the names, uh, starting with, in alphabetical order, Ag- Ag- Agathama, Ag- Agathaumus, Anatosaurus, Anatotitan, Cionodon, uh, Clarorhynchus, that was my computer was like doing some stupid notification, Clausaurus, Hadrosaurus, Ornithotarsus, Polyonyx, Teroplex, Thespius, which I'm assuming based off the name, was a terrific theater. <laughs> and, He's a good actor. <laughs> and Trachodon. Is is Montosaurus just like the 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 dinosaur that you pick? You're like, I want to name my own dinosaur. I found this at Montosaurus bone, but it looks slightly different, so I'm going to name it something else. I was going to say, it's kind of like, <laughs> you know, like those fake things like, name a star, when actually oh, stars yeah. have their actual names and you can't really change them. But right. people like to think, oh, I named this one, yeah. I named it Fred. Right, and then that, uh, but, that new star Fred already has like 50,000 different names. And it has one official name. Like Edmontosaurus in this right, case. Yeah, exactly. so, but you can actually, you can call whatever you want. And sure. that official name is technically Frank. 
Yeah, so, yeah, so there's <laughs> the star, normally known as Edmontosaurus, <laughs> is actually now known as Frank or Fred, or, you know, all these other names that right. other people have named it. That kind of thing. That's yeah, the, okay. But out of all those names I'd listed, only Klausaurus and Hadrosaurus are still accepted as valid genuses. The rest are classified as dubious, and some of them actually aren't even considered duckbilled anymore. Duckbills. So is Hadrosaurus... Edmontosaurus, or just a, a different one? They just use the name, same name for a different one. That they, 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 uh, it's a separate species, as is Klausaurus. But, okay. but basically, for all these, at one point, all of these fossils have been found, and they're like, oh, is this Edmontosaurus or is this this new species? Some of them, it was actually Edmontosaurus, like all the others. While some, like Hadrosaurus, it was in fact a new species. So, oh, okay, gotcha. So. I was just gonna ask if they, if the Hadrosaurus already existed, and they thought it was a Hadrosaurus, or no, 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 Hadrosaurus. Gotcha. I, I think well, one or the other. I don't know. It's all confusing because back then we didn't know as much. Of, so. Right. Like <laughs> while this particular species was described in 1917, the bones for it were first uncovered in 1891. Then under Klausaurus, uh collected by John Bell Hatcher and named by Othniel Charles Marsh of the Bone Wars fame. He's one of the ah, two. Yep, yep. After Marsh's death in 1897, Hatcher classified this holotype as a synonym of Trachodon, and his, and his definition of the dubious species was so broad that Trachodon included pretty much all hadrosaurid dinosaurs known at the time, all duck-billed dinosaurs, including many of the dubious ones <laughs> that are now considered dubious. But then in the 1910s, new evidence from Canada... And the northern U.S. found there was much greater diversity of hadrosaurids than they once assumed, and after a long period of rearranging genuses, assigning them to other genuses, discounting other genuses, and so on and so forth, Edmontosaurus was finally named and described in 1917 by Lawrence Lamba of Lambiosaurus fame. You've heard of Lambiosaurus? I have not heard of Lambiosaurus. It's a cool uh, crested duck-billed dinosaur that I remember because it was one of the creatures you could have in Zoo Tycoon. <laughs> oh, nice. Yes, <laughs> so. and it was named by another Lawrence. Oh. Yes, Lawrence nice. Lambie. Interesting. Could be you for another life. Yeah, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. I would have hated to have that job. <laughs> It'd be like, well, I'm... we have all these head receivers. Yeah. Now well, we got to divide them up. Divide <laughs> them up, figure out which ones are actually different species or which ones are their own species. Wow. Um, but as, see, as one can reframe, even though this was named in 1917... As one can refrain from the fact that, like I said earlier, walking with dinosaurs and when dinosaurs roamed America used the genus Anatotitan, and it's now considered dubious, you can yeah. see this classification debate raged on for many, many more decades. No kidding. <clears throat> like, Jeez. I didn't realize they used that in their, uh, in their shows. Yeah, wow. like, those came out in like 1991 and 2001, so. Wow. That was a lot later than 1917. There are so many, many the, more uh, wars. Dinosaurus brontosaurus debate. That, by that point, that was they thought that was over, and then 14 years later, they were like, "Oh, actually, we got to bring back Brontosaurus. We got to make Brontosaurus great again, right? <laughs> make Brontosaurus great again. <laughs> make Brontosaurus make valid bad. again. <laughs> make that. Make make Brontosaurus valid again. So Mibva. Mibva. Uh Anyway, one last thing though about the Brontosaurus. Originally, it was depicted as completely crestless, as I said, it's a crestless hadrosaurus. But but. Dun, dun, dun. Recent evidence shows that it has a fleshy, crest-like knob on the back of its head. <laughs> a knob? There's a little knob. This is fleshy? little fleshy knob. So, I mean, it, okay, it's actually... Is there, like, keratin or something there? Or? Well, no, no, it was covered. It was, it was like... 
Yeah, it was, because it wasn't on the bones, I don't think. Or maybe it was. I don't know. <laughs> so how would they know if there was no, like... Yeah, I was going to say, like, somehow they there. know it now, but they didn't know it before, which means either they found bones of it, or they found, like... Sometimes they, when you have a really well-preserved fossil, you can find some muscles fossilized in it, yeah, too. So maybe they yeah. found that out there. There was tendons and stuff. Ten- yeah, find. like... There's that one that was an Ankylosaurus yeah. where they found, like, all the organs. Like, the lungs, the oh, heart, wow. the stomach... The skin. It was an amazing find. Wow. So, that's that's crazy. That's awesome. But Unbelievable. Yep. But that's basically it for Edmontosaurus. I mean, there's more to say, but most of the time it's just depicted as like just a big duck-billed dinosaur that exists solely to get eaten by T-Rex. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. It's representing Canada's uh, food for, for the big guns. Yep. <laughs> yep. If you want the two big Canadian dinosaurs, I mean, there's more, but like, oh yeah, Albertosaurus and Monosaurus, and they did live at the same time and place. Although Albertosaurus lived with both Albertosaurus and T Rex, so during the T Rex years, he's like, I remember your grandparents. <laughs> they were so much smaller and lankier. I remember you before you evolved into that big fat lumbering thing. <laughs> <laughs> and the T Rex is like, big fat. Who you calling fat? That's wrong. Wrong. I might be big and fat, but I'm still faster than you. <laughs> faster than you, have a bigger bite. Like, yeah. Oh, that's interesting that they lasted. Yeah, it lasted. Between both of them. Yeah, well, also, like, yeah. they really are just always. You ever been to the Denver Museum? Have you been there recently at all? Uh, it's been a couple of years. Uh, they have an Monosaurus skeleton there, and you can actually oh. see it has the damage from the, from the T-Rex bite. You can see those little lines oh. all running down its tail and back, and those are actually damaged marks from... Bit. Bitten by a T Rex, oh, yeah. Wow. So that's crazy. Yeah, that's pretty neat. So I mean, were they? They were cannon fodder. They were red yeah. shirts, red scales, I guess. Red scales. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Scotty couldn't beam them up, I guess. Nope. Had the wow. non-interference clause, you know. Right. Yeah. Prime directive. Yeah. yeah. yeah they're too primitive. Had <laughs> invented warp drive. <laughs> yeah. Once the dinosaurs invent warp drive, then we can help. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. Well, we, but alas, they were all eaten. Well, eaten and then vaporized by a meteor. So, yep. all right. Now we're at everyone's favorite part of the show. Maybe I don't know. We're right at the end of one out of sixty-five million. I don't know. I mean, it's big, but not even not that big. It's always cannon fodder. I'm gonna rate like 15 million. It's nothing that great. Yeah, yeah. It's not doesn't uh, doesn't have a whole lot of attack points. Doesn't have a whole lot of defense points. Doesn't even have speed points. It just kept getting eaten all the time. Yeah, had breeding points, I guess. So that's yeah, why it right, yeah, managed maybe, to survive being eaten. Yeah, all Yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe it was the rabbits or the bunnies of today. Yeah. There's some, I don't know if it's a monosaurus, but there are some where you find, like, thousands of them all fossilized together. It's, oh, like, wow. because of, like, a volcanic eruption or something. It might oh, be, like, yeah. Myasaura or something. They're all just together when they were killed. When, yeah, so. Wow. Yeah, even though it's, uh, even though it represents Canada, I feel like... There are better representatives oh, of Canada. Absolutely. For instance, the moose. The moose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I agree, I... Feeling like I want to give it 12 million. 12 million, alright. Yeah, right. yeah. You tried it, Monosaurus. Yep. Try to give it your best shot. If you want a real cool Monosaurus, yeah. read my Megazoic books. Well, at least I think he's cool, anyway. Yeah, exactly. Let's yeah. save him some weapons and armor. Yeah. They're a little bit better. Yeah, a little bit better. Yeah. Um, so, uh, that's it for this this week, though. Uh, for the this week. 
I just said that. <laughs> you want to contact us, you can contact us at Matt D at MatthewDonCreator.com. You can find me on social media at MatthewDonCreator on Facebook, at MatthewDon64 on Twitter, and MatthewDon64 on Instagram. Yeah, you can contact me, you can contact Lawrence, you can contact any of the previous hosts. There have been so many at this point. Thank you all for all your support. Uh, this Hosts, show. Are we parasites? How many? What? Are, are there parasites? It's the show of parasites. Oh, because of hosts. hosts. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's another movie that got nominated for Best Picture, and this one actually won. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's a very topical show. It's a good movie. You ever seen it? I haven't seen it, but I've oh, heard it's really good. good. Yeah. It's not the Alamo. It's really. It's I heard it's bizarre, but. You don't want to eat and watch at the same time because it's all subtitles. It's uh, hard to eat and watch it, but it see when I first movie. heard about it, I thought it was a sci-fi horror movie just because of the name. That, that's what we thought too. But it was really good. Though. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> sorry uh, to interrupt. <laughs> no worries. If you're interested in writing, I have another podcast called The Rit Wits, where two twits talk about writing. Me and Matt David. One of these days, I'm gonna get you. One day, I'm gonna get you. <laughs> And then I'm going to open up the show. I haven't even planned. If he ever comes on the show, I'm going to be like, I'm going to channel George W. Bush. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> <laughs> we got him right here. We got here. him. <laughs> Might have to have him tied to a chair, but we got him. <laughs> right. Um, also, uh, like I've mentioned, I have a book series called Megazoic, available on Amazon for print and Kindle. Check out a good representation of Edmontosaurus, and thus a good representation of Canada. By checking out those books, be your be a true Canuck patriot and go look at Megazoic. <laughs> Wouldn't you say? I don't know. Go, yeah, yeah. Go Canucks. Yeah. <laughs> go, Def, go. Definitely check it out. There's a lot of good representation in there for sure. Not just for Canada, but. Yep. Know, there's there's white dinosaurs. dinosaurs. There's black dinosaurs. There's Asian dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> we, we are very inclusive in our uh, dinosaur <laughs> representation. Yes, of uh, course. There is actually several gay dinosaurs. That's good. See, there you go. We're yeah. representing all over the spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's it for this week. And as I say at the end of every episode, uh, I guess in this instance, chomp, chomp. <laughs> pain. The pain. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.